0: Do you know who I'm talking about? He used to work here. We've tried and tried to get this guy to come on the uh, radio. Yes. Who, who am I thinking I, I'm of?
1: Familiar, I'm familiar with his work. Old Gene Miller will never join us. We've asked him for Brewers 360. We've said, come on and talk about whatever you want, anytime, whatever. And he's taken a pass.
0: <laughs> Would you like to guess who was heard on the radio a half hour ago? Oh, come on. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Live from the Annex Wealth Management
0: Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. In for Vince Patrano. here's Eric Bilstad. Vince is actually going to join us in 10 minutes. Hardest working man on vacation, Vince Petrano, 10 minutes from now. So we were discussing earlier, so <laughs> we all, we all seem to have something. Debbie's got some uh, garbage, not garbage, stored stuff in her, in her basement that she has to get moved back that she hasn't done. I got this mulch pile, that <laughs> it's slowly been dwindling. And I don't know why. I mean, there are specific reasons for the procrastination, but I don't know exactly why. I just can't just get it done. Like, it has to just hover over my head. But Pancake over here is suggesting... That procrastination can actually be a good thing? Let me put you all at ease. So for more than I would care to admit, I've had an air conditioning problem with my car. I have a Honda. So I take it into the shop yesterday. I was like, hey, I think my compressor's broken, whatever. Can Can you look at it? And she goes, so good news is... There was a recall issued on your air conditioning, on your model in your car, seven days ago. So, again, for the better part of, again, more than I'd like to admit, but I would say over a year since last summer, air conditioning's not been operating correctly. Seven days ago, there's a recall. If the problem is the same as the recall, I might not have to pay anything. Thanks. Now none of us are going to do anything. It could be worse. (laughs) All right, so there are some success stories procrastination i am curious of why we do it i it does i mean not everyone's this way but it sure seems to hover over a lot of us
3: i'm a big like i need to be motivated labor of love person if i'm motivated to do something whether it's mulch or mowing the lawn whatever it is i'm a big like let's just do all of it today but like i don't get in the mood to be motivated all that often That's that's, why you need a deadline I, yes, I, I need deadline, a deadline, yeah, absolutely.
0: I need to know that, like, people are coming over or something. Like, something to, like, yes, force the that. issue. Yes. Yeah, that mm-hmm. definitely helps. Right. I'm a deadline guy, too. 614, Brandon's got sports. He's next.
2: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Summer of Love rolled on Wednesday in Town with day two of mandatory minicamp. Matt LaFleur speaking after the team's practice says he is rather pleased from what he has seen on the field regarding his team. You know, I thought we've had an outstanding offseason, all in all. I think we're, like I said yesterday, we're further ahead than I feel like we've really ever been here in terms of a conditioning standpoint. So I'm happy with the progress that that our
1: guys have made.
2: One of those players ahead of where they could be in years past is quarterback Jordan Love. How about off the field, though? Love, now the starter was asked following practice on Wednesday how he feels about his leadership going from the backup to now the starting quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. It's gone good. I don't try and do too much about it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's going to take time to, you know, grow into that role. Um, but I just try to keep taking it day by day. Um, and like I said, being a voice that, you know, guys come to me, ask questions, and I'm, I'm, I'm still young as well. So like I ask, you know, all the vets questions all the time. Um, but I don't try to do too much really with that role. Day three of the mandatory minicamp is today. However, the team will not have practice on their final day. Instead, it will be mandatory team bonding time. The event is yet to be determined. The Milwaukee Brewers have lost six straight games after dropping the 4-2 afternoon matchup against the Minnesota Twins on Wednesday. Instead, though, of dwelling on the tough times, Christian Yelich is doing all he can to to do to see the good things with his team. Yeah,
3: you, know, you gotta try and find the positives, I think, in, in stretches like this. You you know, obviously everyone knows it's been tough, it's been it's been hard, it's not how we want to play or anything like that. But if you just kind of dwell on the negatives and have like the woe is me attitude of like, oh, everything's going wrong, everything's against us, there's really no way you're gonna get out of that.
2: The Brewers will look to bounce back Friday where they will begin a six-game homestand starting with the Pittsburgh Pirates. And lastly, from Diamond to the golf course. The U.S. Open will get underway this morning at the Los Angeles County Country Club.
0: First tee time is scheduled for 845. Speaking of golfers, Vince Vitrano, of course a big golfer, on his way to a course here pretty soon. He's going to join us next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Wisconsin's Morning News with Vince Vetrano. Vince Vitrano off this week. Eric Bilstead along with Mike Spalding, Brandon Snide, Debbie Lasga, and Greg Pancake-Hill. And joining us on the line is the hardest working man on vacation. It is WTMJ's Vince Vetrano. Hey, pal.
1: Hey, good morning. Clock's running right on time, Eric. Nice job. <laughs> yeah,
0: thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's what,
1: tight.
0: Before, I, I wanted to ask you about last night, but first, just what are you doing up so early?
1: Uh, early golf today big match big match
0: okay so i don't want to throw you off your game but i wanted to ask you about the event you were at last night from the jewish community center you were talking about this last week with uh, bucks forward myers leonard uh this is a guy who had used a jewish slur while gaming many years ago and has since then it appears been trying to redeem that and learn from it what what was that like last night how did it go So I was kind
1: of nervous going in, Eric, because I have a lot of friends at the JCC and throughout the Jewish community, which is why they invited me to lead the conversation. I wanted it to be, I didn't want anyone in that group to think, or even for Myers Leonard to think here I am sitting in judgment of him or casting stones or whatever. I just wanted to lead a good conversation. That was one part, like going through what happened, tell us, dude, what happened and give us your explanation and your apologies, as he has done over the last couple of years, and then to kind of move it forward and say, so what's next and what is this all about? So uh, I thought it was a really emotional night, if I can boil it down. I heard a man who is contrite and has spent literally every day since he realized what happened trying to atone. And then I heard a community in Milwaukee that was welcoming to that message and was very forgiving.
0: I was going to ask you about that because there was a moment during the event last night where the community could ask questions and you you made an interesting observation about what people were saying when they were getting the microphone.
1: Yeah, I mean, a number of people, number of Jews got up to ask a question and led with, "Hello Myers, you know, this um, my name is, I believe you," meaning I believe the story that you didn't really mean what or know what you had said at the time that you didn't mean for it to be anti-Semitic. I believe you, and I forgive you. And Mm -hmm. I I truly sense that that meant the world to Myers. He stayed, Eric, I mean, I left before he did, and I got a lot of friends over there. So I was there a little (laughs) bit late, and uh, he was there willing to have every last conversation that someone wanted to have with him.
0: So the silver lining from this, uh, you would hope, right, is that he'll continue to move forward and, if anything, raise awareness to the issues that we've run into from time to time where we see this type of behavior and this type of language being used.
1: With anti-Semitic speech on the rise, um, it's really important for a guy with a platform like that to write, move it forward. And what's interesting is I asked Leonard said so like, so let's say you don't sign with the Bucks this next year, you're in some other NBA city and the team after that and the team after that and the basketball after that. I'm like, are you, is this what you do forever and ever for your life? You feel like when you go into a new community, you have to almost door knock and say, hello, my name is Myers. This is what I did years ago. This is why I'm sorry. This is the work that I've done. And he said, it's not that he feels like he has to, but that he wants to, that he accepts that mission, that he knows he has a platform to talk about, you know, how words matter and how his ignorance about a certain word caused a lot of people pain. And so that he wants that to continue to be part of his life.
0: Vince Vetrano joining us on the Vince Vetrano show. <laughs> talking about Bucks Ford Myers Leonard, who was at the Jewish Community Center last night. Vince was the moderator for that event. Hey, while we got you, there is one guy who we have been trying to get on the radio since we started our show, and we have not been able to get him. Do you know who I'm talking about? He used to work here. We've tried and tried to get this guy to come on the uh, radio. Yeah. Who, who am I thinking I, I'm of? Familiar,
1: I'm familiar with his work. Old Gene Miller will never join us. We've asked him for Brewers 360. We've said, come on and talk about whatever you want, anytime, whatever, and he's taken a pass.
0: <laughs> Would you like to guess who was heard on the radio a half hour ago?
1: Oh, come on, really? <laughs> yeah. So it's me? That's what I asked him. I asked him, I'm like, That's is it? Follow me?
0: So Gene Miller was on because uh, he is being honored as a local legend by the Wisconsin yeah. Broadcaster Association, which is a huge deal, by the way. And I pestered him, and I pestered him, and I pestered him, and he finally he came on this morning, and I said, is it because Vince is in here? <laughs> and He said, no, it has nothing to do with you. It's just pure pure circumstance.
1: Good. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad, first of all, that that was the line of questioning on uh, Gene's special day <laughs> and, <then laughs> and week as the new class is going in. But yeah. I, hey, listen, you have to ask
0: the questions. I have wondered, Eric. Which one? Oh, I thought like, you were giving hey, me another. What? Yes. Yes. Right. Right. No, yeah, I'm like,
1: so. Dean, is it me? What the hell? <laughs> so no. At least, I thought we were good.
0: At least you said on the air that no, you, that you guys are in a good place. All right. Go they enjoy said, your vacation. We have no beef. Go, yeah. Yeah. Publicly. You guys are good. Go enjoy That's your okay, PTO. Yeah. Now you finally have some time to like not work. So go enjoy that. Uh, Thanks, my friend. Thanks to you and Pancake and the team there for uh, holding it down. Be back Monday. Yeah, I miss you, bud. See you then. Yeah, keep an eye on that. Air quality is poor today again. We deal with the wildfire smoke that is blowing through the area, so you can expect it uh, throughout the day today. Well, it's time to get to it. We like to do it every Thursday at this time. Jordan. It's time to celebrate an everyday hero. Presented by Azura Memory Care and Assisted Living, transforming the culture of care. This is when we highlight just a a random John or Jane Doe. Just a guy or a lady who happened to come across a situation that needed heroism. Today we celebrate a 13-year-old boy named Isaac White. He's from Colorado Springs. Isaac White was in his house when he noticed that something just wasn't right when he was on the phone. I was
2: saying happy birthday to my friend on the phone, and I smell smoke, so I was going to go downstairs to check if it was the heater, and I walk into the living room, and it's just pitch black with smoke, and you can see light coming from, like, the kitchen area.
0: Immediately, Isaac knew that there was something wrong, that there was a fire that he had to get everybody out of the house.
2: My grandma asks if it's a bad one, and I say yes, so I get everybody out of the house.
0: Yeah, he got his grandma out, he got the animals out, he got his siblings out, his mom wasn't home, everyone was saved, the house was totaled. Again, this was in Colorado Springs. He was just honored now by the dispatch service there in the local fire department and in Colorado Springs for this. So congratulations to Isaac White. Thank you for doing what, you know what, we all want to believe we can, but we just don't know. Our everyday hero today, Isaac White, 13 years old, Everyday Hero, presented by Azura Memory Care and Assisted Living, transforming the culture of care.
3: Time for an update
2: from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Brewers have lost six straight games after dropping the 4-2 afternoon matchup against the Minnesota Twins on Wednesday. The Brewers will look to bounce back Friday where they will begin a six-game homestand starting with Pittsburgh. The U.S. Open will get underway this morning at the Los Angeles Country Club. First tee time is scheduled for 845. This will be the first major event since the merger of Live Golf and the PGA. And lastly, the Green Bay Packers will put a bow on their offseason program as they wrap up their mandatory minicamp today. However, the team will not hold practice. Instead, a team event has been planned.
3: It's time for
2: extra points. A sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's morning news. Here's Brendan Snide. Believe it or not, the Milwaukee <laughs> Brewers once began the season starting 18-9. and 9. Fast forward to today. The Brewers have now lost six straight games being swept in back-to-back series. Since that start, the Brewers have only a 400% winning percentage, which would land them as having the fifth worst in baseball. In other words, well, life hasn't been great for us Brewers fans, now has it? The questions are filling the clubhouse, and now Milwaukee must ask themselves a couple of questions and ultimately decide which path to choose. The number one question they should ask is, Can we compete for a playoff spot? And the next one after that should be, can we compete for a World Series? Right now, I think we can all agree that one definitely looks out of the question. However, the other one is seemingly fading with each and every game. The Brewers, in my opinion, have two roads they can travel down to finish off this season. The first one, look to make a move at the deadline. I'm talking about a real serious move to get this offense moving in the right direction. I don't know, maybe a real DH would do the trick. The second one, probably the least appealing to most people, is to trade off your current assets and begin a new direction for the team. The only move they cannot make is sitting idle and doing nothing.
0: Wisconsin's Morning News. With Vince Vitrano. Vince is back Monday. Eric Bilstead, along with Mike Spalding, Brandon Snyder in Sports, Debbie Laska on the Roads, and Greg Hill, is producing the program today. This story haunts me, and I, I know why, because I have children the same age and I think about this all the time, and my wife and I are constantly talking about it. This story out of Michigan, this teen sextortion case a father in Michigan speaking out after losing his teenage son to what's called a sextortion plot. Investigators say that Jordan, the 17-year-old out of Michigan, was scammed into sending an explicit image of himself to someone he thought was a girl. This was on Instagram. But they say that he was actually speaking to a man from Nigeria. That man pretended to be a woman, demanded that he give him some photos explicit photos and when jordan shared those photos then the blackmail came out said hey you got to give us money or we're going to show this to your family your friends everybody we're going to embarrass you to everybody it'll be out forever you got to give us money now and jordan this 17 year old actually paid them 300 bucks he said here here's 300 and that wasn't enough they wanted more and then jordan said to this guy oh you know, I, I don't know what to do. This, this could end my life. And that's when they told him, yeah, you should probably do that. And uh, Jordan is no longer with us. And now we're hearing from Jordan's father. Three people from Nigeria across the world came into my house that night while I was sleeping and murdered Jordan. Murdered Jordan through Instagram, essentially. So now uh, dad is out warning all parents Hey, this is legit. This is real. Jordan was a good kid, got good grades, was on the, the football team, did other sports, had a lot of friends, was a good kid who wasn't always on his phone. He was almost 18. So dad admits, hey, I really wasn't checking social media that much with him anymore. You know, we had gotten to a point where, you know, he's, he's a, almost an adult and um, something like this happened. Um, it haunts me just because I got kids the same age uh, and I don't know how you fix it, other than eliminate social media entirely, which obviously we know is not something that's in the cards per se. But we talk and talk about so many different things that are a threat. And this kid went to bed one night and got himself into trouble, did something that he shouldn't have done, and it ended up taking his life because he did not know how to respond.
3: I think so often we look at and think about, Internet scams is something that affects only the older generation because a seventeen-year-old and knowing social media, I it inherently would just know, you know, those roads a little bit better. You know, is more savvy with that kind of yeah. stuff. So I, I think that part of it gets overlooked. We talk a lot, and we have a lot of stories about bullying, obviously, on social media with kids at school and things along those lines, and. Often tragedy can follow with that, but as far as like the scam money thing goes, it's not something I necessarily ever think about with people who are younger because they're just they just know better. It seems like
0: we had a situation out of New Berlin like several years ago where there was um, some blackmail over explicit photos that were shared. I remember that story, and that was the first time that it, it really opened my eyes to like we're we're not teenagers. So I you know so sometimes it's really easy for us to react and be like well know these kids should know better um and it's tough it's a it's not this is a different world um that they're growing up in so yeah it's on us of what we need to do to, to help this situation it got me thinking too like just we keep hearing all these warning signs hear, hear warning signs about artificial intelligence all the experts at ai are saying hey look we gotta gotta get this taken care of we hear warning signs about um social media and what that's doing for mental health hell we're hearing warning signs about gas stoves. We hear all these warning signs from all these different people, and for whatever reason it seems like generally we don't <laughs> we don't accept the warning i don't know what that is is that just hubris you think
3: I th- A little bit of it right it 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 happens to you and you, but not me you know yeah, it's the yeah. same thing with you shouldn't you know free dive off of cliffs because people can die well they did but i'm doing it better i'm smarter i'm better at it we're immortal so to speak yeah don't tell me what to do i think it plays into it a little bit too you don't know better than me
2: well and you're you're being warned about everything too at one point you're just blocking it out yeah no that's true
0: that's true um this one is just it just Tragic, this poor kid, Jordan. Such a rare case. He was a few weeks from eighteen years old. Uh, yes, we had stopped monitoring his social media. Says dad, he's just warning everyone now to make sure you're checking, talking to your kid, making sure that your life wouldn't end if you were able to or if you got yourself into a position where you did something like this. And as far as social media goes, so I'll end with this. There's a, a documentary on sex torsion. It's called The Hidden Pandemic. And there is a neurologist who is quoted in that documentary. His name is Andrew Doan, and he says in the film, for the first time in history, we're letting strangers interact with our kids in the back of our car, in their bedrooms, in their homes, through video games and through social media. Something to just remember. They might be 17, but... They're thinking differently than maybe you and I are thinking. By the way, the forecast was sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. And our traffic that Debbie gave us just a couple of minutes ago is sponsored by Stendix Food Market, your trusted local grocer since 1926.